0: Welcome to Transcontinental Overload, the podcast. I'm Stephanie, I'm your host, and this is my very first episode. This podcast is all about the expat experience. I'm an expat myself, and I'll be talking to fellow expats about what it's like to move countries and make a new home somewhere else. My guests also include some experts, such as coaches, psychologists who specialize in helping global families deal with the complexities of expat living. I will also talk to third culture and cross-cultural kids, that's people who were raised in a different culture to their parents' um, culture or cultures. And I'm hoping to hear from people who've done it all and then returned home only to experience reverse culture shock. Expat living is not for the faint-hearted. It can be an amazing experience and a big adventure, but it comes at a price, because life becomes so much more complicated and complex that sometimes you might question every single decision you've ever made. So I'd love to shed some light on the realities of expat living, so the good and the bad, and how we can help each other embrace this experience. You might be familiar with my blog, transcontinentaloverload.com, which is about to celebrate its 10th anniversary. But for those of you who don't know me, let me briefly introduce myself. I was born in southern Germany and I currently live in Austin, Texas, with my husband, my two teenage daughters and our dog. I'm just mentioning the dog because I'm recording mostly from home and my dog usually hangs out with me and so you might hear the odd grunt or snore or sigh and that will probably be him. As I said, I was born in Germany in Bavaria, just outside of Munich and that's where I lived until my early 20s when I decided to go to England to pursue a master's degree That was almost 22 years ago and I haven't lived in Germany ever since then. So I stayed in the UK, met my husband who's English and we decided to move to London, which was something I always wanted to do even when I was a teenager, that was kind of in my head. Um, So we we did that and then got jobs, decided to get married and had kids and uh, all of a sudden England had become my home. Then one day, my husband had a job offer in San Francisco, and we decided to go for it and packed our bags and our kids and jumped on a plane and went to California and lived there for a while. And then a few years later, we moved um, across the country to Austin, Texas. After a year in Austin, we uh, decided to try living in Europe again and moved back to the UK. But it didn't really work out for us, and we came back to Austin, and that's where we are now. The funny thing is that if anybody had said to me 10 years ago that I'd be living in Texas one day, I would have just laughed in their face. That was not something I'd planned for ever. But here we are and life is full of surprises. So I've spent pretty much half my life outside of Germany now. And I've met so many interesting people along the way in all the different countries I've, I've lived in. And I'm including like Texas and California are, to me, are almost like two different countries. Um, anyways, so it's always been really fascinating to me to hear other people's perspectives and the way they look at their journeys. And while there's so many similarities in um, expats experiences, they're also always really unique approaches and um, perspectives. So that brings me to why I wanted to create this podcast um first of all obviously podcasts I think podcasts are great podcasts are amazing I love the fact that you can find a podcast on pretty much any topic that you're interested in and you learn so much and I've had so many aha moments and really kind of eye-opening experiences when listening to a podcast and I felt like I wanted to create something that where people could share that that those aha moments and um kind of feel less alone. In a way, I'm I'm trying to create something that I wish I'd had when I first left Germany and, and moved to another country because it always helps to hear other people's stories because once you can identify with someone's story, you feel less alone. There is an abundance of information out there these days and it's not only podcasts, it's um, YouTube channels, blogs, all sorts of sources of information that we can access now and um, feel less alone and more connected. And I, I kind of feel a podcast is the perfect way to um, to create those connections, because really connections are the most important thing, especially when you are an expat and um, and you. Because you have to make new connections all the time when you start somewhere from from scratch and um, build a new network and go out and connect with people. And also your, maintain your old connections. So how do you do that? How do you maintain friendships um, over long distances and time zones and all that? So I really want to create something where people can can share all of their experiences and their the ups and downs and the tips and tricks of navigating their new lives. And I, I'd love to talk about the your expectations and misconceptions and what surprised you when you moved. And, you know, there's always the cliches that, you know, and you hear about and then you move to a country and you realize some of them are true. Um, and, but some of them aren't. And it's just a matter of perception. And it's just interesting to me to see also how your, your perception of things changes and your your perception of your own home country. Because that's another very interesting thing that happens because you kind of start looking at your own country from an outsider's point of view. So you you see things that you never saw before. I mean, I am so surprised always at all the things I learned about Germany after I moved um, away from from my country and I that I had no idea about for example the towels on sun lounger kind of thing I had no idea that that was a thing until I went on holiday with my husband and um, we were at this hotel and the group of German tourists arrived and he just looked at me and said, oh, great, now we won't be able to to sit by the pool because they'll just put their towels down straight away. And I just looked at him and I was like, what What are you talking about? I had no idea that that's what, what Germans do um, on holiday. And it's true. I saw it with my own eyes and it was amazing. It's eye-opener, absolutely. So I want to talk about all those little transitions that happen internally where you change your perspective and um your outlook and sometimes you're not even aware of those things happening and then you go somewhere and you feel like you don't belong anymore or maybe the opposite you kind of you go somewhere and you feel that you're at home in lots of places and not just one also what happens to your your language and your your native language and your new language or did you did you have to learn a new language when you moved Or do your children speak another language and you don't? And what's that like? And what what is it like if you speak two or three or more languages in one family? And all those kinds of things. There's just endless topics to discuss. Language to me is um, very important. I think it's one of the most integral parts of cultural identity and belonging. So anything to do with language acquisition or... um, language identity is super interesting to me um also what happens to your your language to your your native language when you move um if you if you don't speak it a lot um i've noticed my my germans got a lot worse um because i just don't use it that much these days um and my my english has changed too because i wasn't really giving that a lot of thought when we moved from the UK because I had a very um very English accent when when I was when I lived in the UK and I worked very hard at getting rid of my German accent but when we moved to the US it all changed again and I realized now that it's after 10 years of living here it's become this weird jumble of all my different um influences and the the Germans come coming out again which is really interesting and fascinating but I guess it's only normal that that you adapt slightly to to where you are and I do that anyway when when I talk to people and you'll hear that in my interviews when I'll probably sound more American when I'm interviewing Americans and more more British when I'm talking to to British people so it'll be be interesting to see and I can't wait to to also to see what other people sound like I cuz it happens to so many of us. I listened to an interview the other day and it that was an American woman living in Germany and she'd she'd only lived there for 2 or 3 years but it while it was really clear that she was American, she had a very distinct um German twang and I thought that was really funny and reassuring. So yes, we'll be talking about language and language identity and um, identity in general, friendships, all those kind of things and the things you found really difficult when you moved. The things you miss from your home country and the things you don't miss and the, the things that you absolutely love about your new country. And maybe there are some traditions and behaviour that you've adopted and are now part of your life and I want to hear all about that. So for me, the hardest thing uh, with friendships has always been the not being physically present with them and to kind of learn how to make my online interactions more meaningful as a replacement. And I actually probably spend way more time um, talking to friends on Skype or FaceTime than I do in person. Um, So that's just one of those things. But... It's not like um, people who are physically in the same location actually see uh, that much of each other in person. So I'm still in this group chat with four friends in the UK and um, they all live within, I would say about two miles of each other. But I don't think they know what a kick I get out of their failed attempts at getting together. So they, they try and meet up for breakfast or go out in an the evening. And they, it's just so difficult. I can see how difficult it is for them. But it amuses me no end. And it reassures me too. Seeing that it's not only us expats who um, have to deal with those difficulties. It's difficult for every anyone. And thank goodness for our online ways of communication these days. So tell me what you find difficult or confusing in your life as an expat. Um, I mean, everyone has complications in their lives, but as an expat, I feel there are so many more that um, you just don't expect. And some of them are minor. I mean, some of them are things like you have to move into your new home, but your container hasn't arrived yet and you have nothing. And you have to ask people you don't know for airbeds and plates and towels, that kind of thing. And then there are those moments when you're absolutely desperate to call your mum or your best friend because you just really need someone to talk to. And it's the middle of the night where they are and you can't call them. And then, of course, there are the bigger complications. All the events that you miss back home because you can't get there. You can't afford the airfare or it's just too complicated or takes too long. Or those times when your child sinks into a depression because they didn't want to move and they're really struggling with their their new country and making friends and nothing you say or do helps them. All these things are things we need to share. And then, of course, I want to know all the funny stories and the embarrassing things that happen to us expats because everyone has at least one story That usually has something to do with cultural misunderstanding or language difficulty or something like that. And we need them because just purely for entertainment value. I'm going to share one of my family's funny stories. And um, that happened very early on when we just moved to California. And my youngest daughter was going to a new preschool and she loved it. She was four years old and bubbly and, and friendly and smiley and uh, with the cutest little English accent. And so she usually came home from preschool skipping and laughing and full of stories. And that changed. All of a sudden she, she became very quiet and withdrawn and she just wouldn't talk about what was going on. And so one day I said to her, look, you, you're going to have to tell me what's, what's going on here. And she looked at me with those sad eyes and she said, Mommy, I don't think the other kids like me very much because they're always going to parties and no one ever invites me. And I just couldn't imagine what was going on because, I mean, parties at preschool, until I realized um, that she just misunderstood a word. So when American children go to need to go to the toilet, need to go to the bathroom, they say, I need to go potty. And of course they say that, in an american accent so they say i need to go party and <laughs> so that's what she she understood party I and mean, it's quite similar and she just couldn't figure it out so i ex- had to explain to her that that was a party that she didn't really want to go to i have loads more stories just like that and i'm sure you do too so let's hear them let's get together and um have a laugh have a chat Compare some notes and create something that people can listen to and um, get an idea of what it's like to be an expat, or you know, feel less alone. There might be people listening who are considering an expat life, who have had a job offer and are weighing up the pros and cons of moving. Yeah, let's do that. Let's uh, let's help them out. You can find me on. My website, www.transcontinentaloverload.com. I also have a Facebook page and a Twitter account. So you just type in Transcontinental Overload and you'll find me. You can contact me through those channels. And I really look forward to hearing from you. And please don't feel like you need the big glamorous adventure story to come on the show. It's great if you have one. I mean, I'm not going to say no to that. But I really want to hear more of your kind of day-to-day life, what that's like and all the ups and downs that come with that. So that's it from me for today. Thank you so much for listening and being patient with me. I promise you the next episode will be more interesting and exciting when I'll be talking to an actual guest rather than just blabbing on and on by myself and about myself. So, um yeah thank you so much and i'm excited to get this started please don't forget to hit the subscribe button you can also subscribe to my blog where you'll get the latest notifications and alerts to when the next episode is up and there'll also be a button that you can click if you want to be a guest on my show anyway i'm excited and i hope you are too take care and i'll see you next time